0: الحمد لله، الحمد لله وكافأ الصلاة والسلام على الحمد لله، الحمد لله والسلام على عباده الذين استفأ. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ وَسَعَى لَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في حديث قدسي وَمَنْ تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ شِبْرًا تَقَرَّبْتُ إِلَيْهِ زِرَاعًا وَمَنْ تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ ذِرَاعًا تَقَرَّبْتُ إِلَيْهِ بَاعًا ومن أتاني يمشي عتيته هَرولَة اَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم Most respected Allah my brothers and elders. We are still fresh from the ibadat of Qurbani, the great opportunity Allah Ta'ala gave us to be part of that great amal which reminds us of the sacrifices of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam and in the weeks and perhaps even from after Ramadan we have been hearing about the various lessons that come out of this great Amal. So that is the issue and that is the question that these occasions come and go. We participate in them We perform whatever is required of us to the best that we can. And we discuss the various lessons, the messages that are given to us. The question is that how much do we then take of those messages and carry it along with us? Among the various lessons that we learned with regards to the life of Ibrahim one very salient lesson was that first we are required to do what is asked of us by allah wa taala and when we will do that what is required of us we complete that to the best of our ability then allah taala will complete the rest for us and this is a principal theme in the Qur'an Sharif especially in the incidents of the Anbiya Wasallam, the various incidents that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif this is a central theme that runs through it first you do what is required of you and then Allah Ta'ala says I will do what is left with my Qudrat which you felt was impossible I'll make it possible Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasalam it came to the point where he was now being threatened his life was it, being threatened that if you don't refrain from what you are doing and you don't conform to our society, you don't include yourself in all the things that we are doing, in the idol worship etc. then this is going to be your end result. You will be killed. But he remained firm. That was what was required of him. Not to give in not to become part of the floodwaters. That the whole society is flowing in a certain direction, then I go to flow along. So he remained steadfast and remained firm. So when he did what was required of him, then Allah Taala made the impossible possible. The impossible was that a person is thrown into a fire and he doesn't get burnt. That is impossible. In our mind, that can't happen. That a person is thrown into a fire and that to such a huge fire that if a bird when they were still lighting this fire and making it really grow. If a bird flew overhead, forget in the fire, the intensity of the heat was such that it got roasted in the air and fell into it. So somebody falls into such a fire, it doesn't get burned, that's impossible in our minds. Allah Ta'ala made the impossible possible. And Ibrahim wasalam, did what was required of him. And Allah Ta'ala opened the doors. Not just that he didn't get burnt, that became the best 40 days of his life. But this is the lesson that first we got to do what is required of us. If you look into the lives of the Anbiya, Ali Alim Salam. Various ma'jizat and miracles, that Allah wa Taala made apparent at their hands. So the magizat is something supernatural; it's not in any human being's capacity and control. Allah Taala does with His will, and when Allah Taala desires that it should become apparent, it becomes apparent. Otherwise, nobody has control over it on their own accord. But yet, Allah Taala made the Ambiyaani Musalam do something as an action from their side, and then Allah ta'ala made that ma'ajizah become apparent. Hazrat uh, Musali salatu salam, Allah ta'ala gave him the ma'ajizah, that when he would put his hand under his arm, and then bring out his palm, then it would shine very brightly, like a very bright light. But the majiza was, and the procedure was rather that min At first put your hand under your arm. After that when you will take it out, now it will shine. Otherwise it could be that it will shine all the time, whenever you want it. You just desire it will shine. But Allah Allah said first put it under your arm, that will be the procedure. Now putting the hand under the arm, what is the Humanly, we can't fathom anything in it. What will come out of putting the hand under the arm? But Allah says, you do that much first. He was told, throw the stick down onto the ground. When you throw it down, then it will become a serpent. And it will gobble up all these things that these people have brought along. But first you, you throw it down. If you keep it in your hand, you don't make that little bit harkat, nothing will happen. You are required first to do your share. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the occasion of Ghazway Khandak, the battle of the trench Sad Jabir radiallahu ta'ala he sees Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this very very pitiful condition that he is you can see the signs of hunger on him he hasn't eaten for days so he comes home he asks his wife that, do we have anything that we can offer Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to eat so she says we've got just this little bit food sufficient for, for three four people invite Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and 2-3 people with him now there's everybody there present so go and tell him something whatever it is quietly so that it doesn't happen that so many people come we can't serve them so Hazrat Jabir nanu comes and he informs Nabi Sallallahu that we've prepared some little bit of food yourself and 2-3 people can come along Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam announces to the people of the entire army that Javir has invited all of you everybody is invited to come then Nabi wasallam says to him now he got very very uh, concerned that now everybody will come and we don't have enough to serve everyone what is going to be the case Nabi wasallam gave him the instruction you go and make sure that the pot which is on the fire that is not removed and don't start baking the bread, making the roti basically Until I come. Nabi Salasam came. He recited something. He blew into that pot of food. And blew into that flour. Into that dough. And he said now you carry on. But don't just keep dishing out of that pot. And he instructed the Sahaba. That ten of you come at a time. Ten will come. will eat and leave. And the Ravi states. The narrator states. That everybody came and ate to their full and it seemed that nothing got diminished from that pot. And that dough which had started off being roti being made out of it, bread being made out of it, it seemed like not one but got less in, less in that as well. So he asked that how many were there in that entire army? He said there were more than a thousand people. But Nabi Salaam came, he did this much. Allah made the outwardly impossible possible. But this much first happened. On one occasion, they were traveling during the time of the Battle of Tabuk. Very difficult journey. And it was extremely hot. It was summer. The wells had dried up. There was no water. The water got finished. So Nabi Salaasam said to the Sahaba, en route we will come to a certain well. There will be very little bit water there. Nobody must touch the water till I come. According to some narrations, Nabi Islam then put his arrow into the well and the water started gushing forth. According to some, his saliva was put into it. And the water came right to the brim, everybody filled every container and drank to their whatever need was and everybody was completely satisfied and quenched, then they moved on. But this much was done first. Now in all these incidents what we learn, that even in the mu'ajizahs of the ambiya Ali Musarat, even in that, Allah wa ta'ala made them do something first. With His qudrat, He did everything. But outwardly there was some harkat, there was some action required that first you do this much. Whereas Allah ta'ala out of His qudrat could have done everything without any bit of action from anybody. But this is darul asbab. Allah has made it such. And Allah Ta'ala will do as he wishes with the azbab, without the azbab, against the azbab. But there's a certain system Allah Ta'ala has placed in that some harkat you make, I will do the rest. Now all these incidents bring to us the lesson that we also have to adopt the same procedure. Many a times a person says that, seems like I can't give up a certain thing, certain problem I have in my life impossible not possible for me to give it up I am too deep into this for me to give up this is impossible out of the question don't talk about it all these kind of statements regularly oh sometimes a person says that that for example waking up for Fajr Ramaz. everything else I will do but that is something at that time I am good as dead I am unconscious at that time even if you try what you want you won't wake me up so it's beyond me I can't do anything now, these are the things that where something has to be done, a person says, it's impossible for me. Something a person has to refrain from, he says, impossible for me. Now, the issue is that what harakat have we made, what attempts have we made, what efforts have we made to do what is meant to be done, to give up what is meant to be given up. If a person thinks that it's up to me to do everything, it will never happen. Hazrat so, rahmatullah alayhi, explains it in an example that a person is standing on a very long, straight road. It's a completely straight road. Very long road. And on both sides of the road are trees. So there's trees running right along the left of the road, on both sides. And now the person is standing, and he's looking at this. And in the distance he can see that these trees are all closing up. It's a dead end. There's no road left. He's standing and looking in the distance, and it seems like there is no way that you're going to go anywhere. You can see the road open to a point and then it's all closed. So what is the use even walking this distance? From here to where I can see it's open but thereafter it's all closed. So what's the use walking up to there? Because it's closed thereafter. Now if this foolish person stands here and starts deciding that it is futile to walk this road because there's the dead end there. It's closed. The trees are all closing up. Then his whole life will remain standing at the same spot. But if he starts walking As he moves ahead, then he'll realize, no, the road is open further. Maybe it's looking closed, a little more distant away. But here it's open. And as he walks further, then it sees that that also is opened up. And he reaches his destination eventually. But he'll have to walk. When he will walk, he'll see the road opening up. So Allah Ta'ala has placed this system that we will have to walk. And for that road to open, there are three things. One is, the talab. There has to be a thirst. There has to be a desire to reach the destination, to achieve that goal. Without the talab, the person won't get there. And this is in the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, "Yahdi ilayhi may Allah Ta'ala guides towards him, the one who has that desire, that talab, that inclination. So that desire has to be there. Now somebody says, I don't even have that desire. So where will this desire come from? This desire comes from being in the right environments. From being in the right environments where this desire is created person goes out in the path of Allah Ta'ala. So how many times it is witnessed that a person who is far away from deen, somebody encouraged him, he went out for 10 days, 40 days, and suddenly now his life has turned around. That which seemed like there was no desire to perform any salah, no desire to make one, to recite one ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, no desire to recite any tasbih, no desire to do anything in the terms of deen. Now the person has suddenly got the desire to do everything. So the desire got created in the environment the desire gets created in our hearts by associating with the people who have this desire in them by associating with the pious with the righteous by being in good company so this is the first thing to create the talab to create that desire then the second thing is that together with that is the effort to, some, to the extent of one's ability those who will strive, Allah Ta'ala says, we will open the pathways of hidayat for them. They will have to do what is within their capacity. Some of our Kabir, they demonstrated this to such an extent that we'll be astounded that a person does what is to his capacity. Hazrat Shaykhul Hind, Mawam mahmud al-Hasan, Deobandi rahmatullah a great personality. And what humility he was bestowed with. This is not linked to the subject, but nevertheless to understand the personality, he was the ustad of the ulama of the time. And one day one person came, one great alim came to visit him. So he used to be dressed very, very simply. That person came, Knocked on the door. So he opened the door. When this person saw him, he had never seen him before. He had never met him before. So he thought perhaps this is the Khadim of the house, the servant. So he said, I've come to visit sheik Al-Hind. So he said, very well, come in. We brought him in. He said, you'll get to meet whoever you've come to meet. Seated him. Then first he brought something, presented something cold for you to drink. This person had that and he said, I've come to meet sheik ul Al-Hind. I don't have too much of time. He said, no, no worry, you'll get to meet whoever you come to meet. No, no need to rush anything, he'll come. Then he takes in those days and uh, perhaps even up to now in the rural areas, there's no electricity. So the, on a hot day, with the hand fan, a person is fanned to cool him. So he took that hand fan and he started fanning this person and cooling him. Now this person was his junior in every regard. Now, after some time passed like this, this visitor became a little bit now irritated to a point that my time is going, you're not even calling him. So he said, Sheikhul Hind sa koi admi nahi, Mahmudul Hassan yahi banda hai. So the title, Sheikhul Hind, he says, no Sheikhul Hindia, but Mahmudul Hassan is this person. That's when this visitor realized that the person I've come to visit is the very person who's fanning me. And he was totally in, so to say, Pani Pani I was embarrassed that I am sitting here comfortably, and the person I have come to visit, who is my senior in every regard, is st- standing and fanning me. This was the caliber of the person. When he was imprisoned by the British because of the efforts that he made to oust the British from India. So he was now imprisoned. In the prison, there is no Jumma because there is no, the conditions of Jummah are not fulfilled. It's obvious now he can't perform Jum'ah there. But there are the sunnats of Jumaah, the adab of Jumaah, Every Friday, he was there for a long period. And he underwent tremendous torture also in that. And then the aspect of his ikhlas, together with him, Hazrat Muhammad Ali, others were also imprisoned. And one day, they see him in a very, very grieved state. In deep concern. Asked him, Hazrat, something, a problem. So haven't you heard? Haven't you heard what? Haven't you heard that the decision has been made, that we are going to be executed, going to be hanged? Whereas it was a rumor, it wasn't correct. But that rumor had come. So when they heard that this is the issue, so they were a little bit surprised. That Hazrat, is this what is grieving you? This is what we have come for. We have come and we have prepared ourselves to lay our lives down for Allah Ta'ala. So this is actually, if this is the message and this is the news, then this is a moment to actually be celebrating it. So he replied and said that, I am also aware that this would have been a moment to celebrate. But I am now in this concern that all these efforts that were made and all these sacrifices that were made, was it really for Allah Ta'ala? And will we be rewarded in akhirat? Or will we be taken to task? Was it done solely for Allah pleasure? And this is the, this is the sign of ikhlas, that a person is all the time, forever worried and concerned. That have I done it with ikhlas? And when a person is devoid of ikhlas, then the person is very content, and everything is fine. And to the extent of the person's ikhlas, to that extent his fear, and to that extent his concern. So this is. I am not grieving about that life will go. The life we, Allah, Allah gave us, we are going to give it to Allah Ta'ala. But will it go for Allah Ta'ala? Will it go for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala? All this which has been done, will it be accepted? This is the concern. So in any case, the incident we are talking about is that he was in prison for a long time, a few years, and without fail every Jumu'ah, he would prepare himself for Jumu'ah. He would take a bath, put on his, the best clothes that he could, apply itar, miswak, etc., all the adab of Jumu'ah. Then he would walk. Walk till where? Till the door of the cell. He would walk to the door of the cell. Then he would say, Ya Allah, I did what was in my capacity. Beyond this is no more in my capacity to go for Jumu'ah. So what I did, I did. The rest is in your hands. And then he would come back and sit on, uh, it would be hard time, he would make Zuhar Salah and carry on. But without fail, Jumu'ah after Jumu'ah, this was his routine. Inshallah, one can be certain that he would have got the sawab of all those Jumu'ahs, though he didn't perform it. So the issue is that to do what is in our capacity. Now the person says, Wake up for Fajr Namaz, for example, is beyond me, I can't do it. So what have we done to be able to do it? Sometimes a person says, these are all statements people make sometimes, as I mentioned earlier, I am like good as dead. And unconscious, you can try to shake me, whatever, nothing will happen. But ask the same person, Allah forbid somebody whispers in your ears that the shop caught on fire, then it will be as if the fire already reached you also. Though it only whispered in your ears. So where did that come from but just as a point of reflection that where did that suddenly that Josh come from that the person now is running at full speed oh there is some great bargain to be the person is there now you buy this now one billion will get by before the afternoon person suddenly is up front so where did that come from So it's not that we can't do it we can do it But yes, we have to start making the effort to do something. Now, for example, a person says, Fajr Namaz, it's very difficult for me. How do I get to do it? So there are things to do. Person puts a few alarms on. Why suffice on one alarm? Put the second alarm, a very nice loud alarm, a distance away where you go to walk to switch it off. So now when he walks to switch it off, keep walking. Don't come back, don't reverse towards the bed again. So now there are things to do. Get some. somebody uh, to phone you at that time. There are so many things that can be done. The issue is, does a person take the effort to do it? And if all that doesn't work, then fine. The day I miss my Fajr with Jamaat, then 100 Rand Sadaqah for that day. Perhaps the second day he won't miss it. <laughs> now where did that come from? 100 Rand made everything possible. And if that hundred runs doesn't work, make it a thousand rands. Then see how it works. So everything is possible. That hundred rands will wake the dead person also. So the thing is that there is some effort required. Person says, the certain thing I am involved in, I just can't give this up. This is a terrible situation of mine, but impossible for me to give it up. So what effort have we made to give it up? For example, now the person... He's tried several things to stop misusing his phone. It's something to think about. The person is misusing the phone. So now he tried all that. Next time I misuse it, 100 rands, all all that he went through. The various other things he went through. So now commit yourself. The next time I misuse his phone, whatever, don't worry about the price of it, break it. Break it. Because that phone made you break the command of Allah, it's cheaper to break the phone now you've tried all the other things, you went through the motions, you've given the 100 ryan in sadaqah, you've fasted, you've made nafil namaz, that didn't work, now break the phone, doesn't matter, whatever it is. Then see, what will be the effect thereafter. But the issue is, that there is something required of us. This is part of all the lessons that we got from the lives of the Anbiya Alim, what Allah is discussing in the Quran Sharif, You make the effort. The person who has the desire to reach the akhirat, but not just the desire. And then he makes a proportionate effort. He makes a proportionate effort. Person says, I want to go for Hajj. MashaAllah, excellent. I'm making the effort. What effort are you making? I'm saving some money aside. How much are you saving aside? Five rand a month. Very well, he's making effort. Five rand a month. But he'll need the lifetime of Nu alayhi salatu wasalam, by the time he manages to go for Hajj. <laughs> so he's making the effort. Nobody can deny that. But is it proportionate? Is it proportionate to what he's trying to get to? So the proportionate effort of the person is trying to give up some haram, but he says, well, I made istighfar three times. Alhamdulillah, excellent. Each time he did the wrong, he made istighfar three times. But is that now proportionate to the extent of the, the gravity of the sin that he's involved in? Is that proportionate to the crime that he's committing? So now when he will break that f- 2000 rand phone, now he will see how it will work. Now he'll see where that, where that ability came from to now give up that wrong. And then the third thing, together with the effort, what is the desire? The effort, and together with that is dua. That nobody can on their own accord do anything. Our efforts are not capable of doing anything for us. Allah Ta'ala puts an effect in that effort, then the desired result will come. That requires dua. That a person turns to Allah Ta'ala, he has the Intention, the desire to get there. He's making the proportionate effort and he's begging Allah Taba'arak wa ta'ala. When these three things are in place, then inshallah, the road will open. If for perchance he keeps slipping still, he carries on with these three things. And as long as he's carrying on with all these three things, then sooner or later he will inshallah reach the destination and the goal. So this is what is required of us from all these incidents that we have learn from the lessons of the Anbiya Alim, wa Allah ta'ala is teaching us this very same thing, the central theme that runs, you do what is required of you, I'll make the impossible possible. I'll make the fire a place of peace and safety. Yusuf Ali it was impossible to get out of that room where he was trapped. Seven doors locked one after the other. But he, and he knew that the door was locked. But he ran towards the locked door. When he did what was in his capacity, that locked door opened up miraculously. And one after the other, the seven locks broke. He did what was in his capacity, فَخِرُّوا إِلَى ilallah. He raced towards Allah ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala made the impossible possible. So we have to do what is in our capacity, and Allah Ta'ala will make the rest happen for us. Part of that is, that we associate with the right company, we make it a part and parcel of our life daily to remember Allah wa Ta'ala, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. We refrain from the company that distracts us and deviates us from deen. We give up those means that take us to sin. Associate with the pious. These are the things that we have to adopt. And Allah Ta'ala will open the way for us. May Allah wa Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. Make zikr for a few minutes and then do it. It's reported in the hadith of Rasulullah. A person who recites La ilaha illallah 100 times daily, Allah will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamat. What this means is, inshallah, with the barakat of the zikr daily, he'll get the tawfiq of those a'mal and those actions that will cause his face to shine on the day of qiyamah. <coughs> <coughs> محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bima huwa ahluh. La ilaha. Inna Allāh, la ilaha illallah, la illallah,
1: la ilaha illallah, la illallah, la ilaha illallah, la illallah, la ilaha illallah, la la ilaha illallah, la ilaha la ilaha la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah inna allah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah inna allah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah inna allah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah inna la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah Allah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, muhammadun rasulullah
0: sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam Ho jaye meradil likvidanehu, tuhi tuhu, tuhi tuhu, tuhi tuhu. غیر سے بلکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو, درد دل ہو درد دل हे मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूं मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खौफ में कोई नहीं गो बदके रंदार नमासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है दे मेरे सारे अब तो रहे आखिर मेरे
1: Inna Allah la ilaha illallah 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 la rasulullah sallallahu tabarak wa
0: alayhi wa sallam
1: allah allah Jalla Allah 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 Allah, 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 Allah Allah, 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 cani sa piyara hai Aashiqu ka mina
0: jam hai Allah, Allah, cani sa piyara nam hai Aashiqu ka mina jam hai Ahara juz asma hamdam na bood Raza ra ghayre khuda mihram na bood juz asma hamdam na bood ra ghayre khuda mihram na bood Ilahi iban naranuswamakun Garb damman sirre man illahi bandaron uswaam kun garbadam man sirre hartam na dil se rukhsat ho gayi to aa ja to khalwat ho gayi hartam na dil se rukhsat ho gayi to aa ja ab to khalwat ho gayi mita छोर ने बस्ती Basti, basti, kehta
1: ja Allah, 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 Allah,
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناءا عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله ربنا علمنا انفسنا وان لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين ربي اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت العز الاكرم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اله العالمين يا الله امبر غنهكار بره خطاكار بره مجرم اله العالمين سر بهت گناہوں میں دوبے ہوئے Ya Allah, Muzap Karam se Hamaritamam Gunahoku Mafarma. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we are covered in sin from head to toe, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all your naamats and bounties are being showered upon us every moment, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are benefiting from all your naamats every second, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, but how ungrateful we have been, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how we have misused all your bounties, Ya Allah. We are greatly ashamed of this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are sincerely repenting, Ya Allah. We are making this firm resolution never to commit all these evils again, Ya Allah. You accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the fitna and fassad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us totally submit to you, Ya Allah. Just as Ibrahim and Isra'at submitted entirely to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us remember that lesson for life, Ya Allah. Let us live the lesson of submission, Ya Allah. Allah. Enable us to submit entirely to you, Ya Allah. Let our eyes submit to your command, Ya Allah. Let our tongue submit to your command, Ya Allah. Let our ears submit to your command, Ya Allah. Let our hands and feet submit to your command, Ya Allah. Let our hearts submit to your command, Ya Allah. Let our hearts be filled with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Fill our hearts with the love of the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu Sallam, Ilahul sallam. Let us live the life of the Sunnah, Ya Allah. Allah'u'll- save us from the ways of the Yahud and the saraya allah ilahul allah you grant us a tawfiq and hidayah to please you every moment of our life ya allah ya allah save us from every type of disobedience ya allah ilahul allah you save us from every drop and every grain of haram ya allah ilahul alamin grant us halal and tajib rizq ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah remove all the difficulties from the ummah ya allah ya allah remove the difficulties from the ummah ya allah throughout the world wherever the muslims are suffering remove their hardships and difficulties ya allah ilahul alamin remove the oppression from the muslims ya allah Ilahul grant each one the tawfiq and hidayah to do those amal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah. Ilahul save us from those amal that bring down your azab ya Allah. Ilahul we acknowledge all this is our sins ya Allah. We acknowledge all this is a result of our doings ya Allah. Ilahul give us the tawfiq of doing that which will bring down your rahmat ya Ilahul purify our hearts ya Allah. Ya Allah remove all the evils from our hearts ya Allah. Ya Allah remove the jealousy and malice from our hearts ya Allah. Remove the pride and arrogance from our hearts ya Allah. Ilahul remove all the evil from our hearts, ya Allah. You remove the, ya Allah, the haram and the filter from our hearts, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, fill our hearts with Ya Allah, your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with humility, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with generosity, Ya Allah. Illahuul Yallah ya fill our hearts with all the good qualities, Ya Allah. Illahuul Alameen Ya Allah, keep us steadfast on Deen ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the Ummah Ya Allah. Unite the ummah, ya Allah. Illahu at the time of our death take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ilahul alamin, take us on complete and perfect iman, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Alamin. Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, ya Allah. Ya Allah grant us the Shafat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yalla give us Jannatul for those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Illahu Alamin. all those who have passed away from our families from the entire Ummad. Ya Allah fill their covers with noor, ya, ya Allah. make their complete maqfirat Allah. Ya Allah give them the high stages in Jannatul firdaws those, ya, ya Allah. those of our parents who are living, Ya Allah, give them sahat and hafiat Allah. Alamin. give them birkat in their lives, birkat in their health, Ya Allah. Ya Allah give us the tawfiq of serving them, ya Allah. And being a to them ya allah ya allah those of our parents who have passed away ya allah fill their graves with Nuri ya allah ya give them the best rewards ya allah rabbi Hamhuma, kama Rabbayana saghira rabbi Hamhuma, kama Rabbayana saghira ilahul alamin give them the highest stages in jannah ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you keep us steadfast on sirat and mustaqim ya allah ya protect the youth of the ummah ya protect the women of the ummah ya protect the men of the ummah ya allah ilahul alamin ya save us from all the fitnah and fasad ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you keep our iman safe also so we have keep our arms safe ya allah keep our lives and wealth safe ya allah ilah al alameen protect all the muslims throughout the world ya allah rabbana taqabbal minna in antas samie al alim wa tub alayna ya mawlana innaka antat tawwab ar rahim allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma saalaka minhu nabiyyuka habibuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi sallam Wana na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adhaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam antal musta'an wa alayka al balagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa